Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, back on a raw review with Luke in D A D. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm good. It's. It, I know we did this on AEW, but not last week's AEW. No, we didn't because I was off on last week's AEW. And what so... happened on last week's Raw? Did we do it? We did Raw, didn't we? Oh, yeah, because it was the too sweet thing. Yeah. yeah. We oh, did. okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, this is no biggie. Yeah. It's just nice to do shows together, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still nice to do shows. The novelty of that has not worn off, so that's good. You had a good weekend going I everywhere? did indeed, yeah. I uh, had a long weekend. I had Friday off, as you'll have heard, on the disastrous magazine show that aired on a Friday. They've got no chemistry. It, oh, it, that was not the problem. Mm. There, were, there were multiple problems with that, not the least of which, in fact, I can actually get the official count here. One second. Oh, not the swear jar. I can just give you, where's the uh, admin? Uh, 26 English swears, three Italian swears. Italian swears? Yeah. With the finger gestures? Apparently so. So Bada-bing. Ne- nearly 30 in total uh, on the podcast. What, where did the Italian swears come from? I could not get through the rest of that. I couldn't get through the whole show. <laughs> Fugazi. Uh, so, I mean, that wasn't helping things. Uh, and Denise had absolutely tanked Adam's talking point. Where she, Adam was like, has uh, WWE's false advertising gone too far? And Denise was like, I honestly don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, you know, respect to WWE. They have made me not care as much when they lie to me because they do it so often. I mean, I may bring up this point when we get to the the show itself about a, a certain topic that will come up on the episode. But, you know, maybe we'll bring come to that when we get to it. So anyway, I had Friday off uh, and I went up to beautiful Herefordshire uh, to spend some uh, spend the weekend with my parents. And then I on the set on the Monday, because I had the Monday off as well, which means I didn't have to watch WrestleMania Backlash or do the review for it. You actually missed out. You know, it was a, a, a really fun in-ring show. I have heard that it is a perfectly good TV episode. And it is like so Yeah. You, I mean, you don't need to watch it, I- but and um I think you said that the I listened to your and Andy's review of it. Mm. You said the Edge AJ match was better at Backlash than it was at Mania. As was Seth versus Cody. Yeah. 
My point is, though, I've already seen those matches. I literally, no. I literally watched them a month ago. You haven't seen the backlash, though. I, I, uh, I spoke I mean, to okay, Laurie because I'll, I'll get to see them again at the next paper. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I spoke to Laurie that morning, and he said, "Yeah, it sounds like all the results were mostly the same, so no one's actually getting revenge. So it's not backlash; it's just regular lash." Reg lash. I wish I used that in my review. Uh, so I don't have to watch that. So then on the Monday, oh, Oliver Davis went to go see uh, my wife's grandparents. So, you know, my kids' great grandparents. Old. Nanny G. So we got to go to, because rather than being Granny, she is Nanny G instead. Um, because her name begins with G or just because she's a bit of a gangster? It's just because she, uh, apparently one of her friends has it for her great granddaughter. Right. Um, it's just an, a, a more fun way of saying great nan it makes it sound like she's in a gang it makes her sound like she is a character that would have been done by Catherine tate thank you very much i was tr i could not get the name Catherine parkinson out of my head and i was like it's not her i could feel you trying to i could see it i could see <laughs> the reflection of Catherine tate in your eyes yeah it's like you're looking right at him man uh so i got to drive from herefordshire oh, through the brecon beacons and through the beautiful country of Wales, because, as everyone well knows, I think England's a bit crap. And yeah, I you think do think that, don't you? I think it is run by assholes and is populated by them too. And apart from Herefordshire, most of it's naff. And I then get to drive through Wales that's populated by lovely people. And it was just wonderful, and I really loved it. Got to drive down to Caerphilly, drove past Caerphilly Castle, and Caerphilly Castle. Hour with them. Nice little drive back down the M4, one of Britain's top tier oh, motorways. Mate, no. Well, you finish your story and then I will push back on the M4. What, the M4 being a top tier motorway? Yes. Name me a motorway that is better than the M4. I, I guess you're right. It's got a big bridge in as well, which yep. is exciting. Over, in, from Wales and into Wales. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, it's just, I also went to Wales over the weekend. And I was on that motorway for, you know, 11 hours in total. Oh, back and forth. Yes. yes. And uh, I grew to hate it. Yeah. Did you go to memory services? It's a good no, one. we didn't go to that one. We went to the first one because we were too hungry. <laughs> Memory's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Got our little massage in the massage chair. <laughs> so that was all great. I had a lovely, lovely weekend. Finished Moon Night. So uh, that was what we did last night. We had Moon Knight and Pizza. Is that six episodes? Six episodes. Is it worth it? Uh, I would say so. It's uh, right, Yeah, but banging recommendation. Yeah, well, okay, here is my wife's review of it. I don't like this show, but I feel like if I don't watch it, they're going to reference something in a future movie that I won't understand, so I feel like I have to watch it. Well, yeah, I, that's how I am with all this series, because I don't actually think the series are that good. I think they're pretty network basic level of TV. You're, I mean, WandaVision I think you're wrong on, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier I completely agree with you on. Loki I thought was actually was, got really good by the end, and it was really interesting at the start. I thought Hawkeye was awesome. I thought Hawkeye was terrific. And actually, Moon Knight, the more I think about it, the more I liked it. Because it is, along with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, one of the more creative outputs of just like, oh, that's a like true visionary type directing. And I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's visuals and everything. And Oscar Isaac's performance is top notch. Well, with the fear that if you don't watch it, you'll 
not be up to speed on the movies doesn't matter because Doctor Strange just kind of is like, yeah, whatever. Uh, One Division, yeah, sure. I guess that happened. It totally follows on from One Division. It's not seamlessly. Seamlessly carries on from. It has a lot. Yes, you're right. You need to watch one without the other because of all the stuff that happens. But the way they get into Scarlet Witch. Yeah, is exactly follows on from how One Division oh, ended. Made me feel like it was a waste of time. Oh, you're an, you're a fool, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not paying attention. You're just not wanting to like it because you're so DC. Mm-hmm. WWE and AEW fans. Yep, it is. It is. <laughs> Tribalism has blinded you, uh, and that then led me to this morning where I have had a terrible day. Oh, what? A, what? I was in a bad. Can you not tell? I was in a bad, bad mood this morning. Adam had to check if I was all right. Oh, no. I was in a bad, bad mood. I had no idea. Because my wife's unwell, so I was awoken. Um, I had to go at five anyway. And then my wife's not well, so she woke me up at half past four with a coughing fit. That's not too much earlier. But yeah, annoying. Annoying, because you're like, that extra half an hour probably could have Mm. helped me out. There's no much point in me going back to sleep for another half an hour. And then I dragged myself out of bed at five packing up my laptop and because i am a big stupid moron idiot face who has got too much stuff on his hands realized oh, i haven't finished the edit of my other podcast and it's got to go out at half past six yeah. i had 10 minutes left of that edit to do so i quickly did that and then got that posted and that meant that i left the house slightly later than i intended to which means it then took me two and a half hours to get into work an hour and a half of which was stood outside the uh the blackwall tunnel Oof. I was so, so angry, so annoyed. And then I get into the office and what do I find? No news to talk about. Mm. So I'm then scrambling for an hour. I then message you and you message me about being like, could do this. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I mean, it's what I looked at, but I thought it wasn't good enough. And then you tell me it is good enough, which means I feel like I probably could have just done this ages ago, but I bottled it. And then I have to ask you for advice. And the advice you give me is just do what you should have done in the first place. So that didn't work out. And then I came in here and I did the news five times. Five times? Well, first time, it like when I downloaded the script, it only downloaded half of it. So I had to go and save the script again back into Prompt Smart mm. and then do that again. And then you asked me to rewrite something. So I then did that. And then I realized that I had done something wrong. So then I stopped that recording. Then I did it for a fourth time, then realized I hadn't pulled the green screen across. So then I had to do it my fifth time <sighs> and I finally nailed it. And I was just in a bad mood. Yeah, it sounds well. When you're in those moods, errors compound pretty That's fast. That's exactly it, yeah. and it was just error after error, all of my own accord. <laughs> that was just no, me. no, 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 no. Your wife's fault. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not beat around the bush here. There's only one person to blame in all of this. It's your sick wife. It's my sick wife. Really, when you think about it, at the end of the day, uh, I will tell her that when I get home, and I hope that she's made me dinner. Um, she actually did say. You can have whatever you want for tea, and I won't even nice. say that's not a Tuesday meal, which is what she normally would say. Like if I said I want burgers and chips, she would say it's not a Tuesday meal. What uh, what are you going to go for? I don't really know because I was in such a bad mood that I couldn't even think of anything. Really, you know, push this. S- say something very high in gluten, <laughs> <laughs> full of meat. Vegetarian. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But this is. <laughs> 
really, really alpha the situation. Oh, look at that alpha the situation. There's no <laughs> such thing. Uh, anyway, we need to get into the main show. We've got some emails to read out as well. Uh, but the, anyway, to the point to the end of my story is yes. the second you walk through the office, my mood improved. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Genuinely, I was, I was like, oh, look, there's Ollie. Things there are actually okay. And then I had a great lunch break because everyone here is really lovely. Yeah. And I had a, and I, I was laughing and I've smiled and I haven't stopped smiling since. Oh, lovely. Anyway, here is the raw review. So don't worry. I'm not in a bad mood for this. Here is the show. <laughs> Alexa Bliss has returned to WWE again. She'll probably not be around for another three months, but as of right now, she came back. Sonya Deville's match. She's no longer a WWE official after that nonsense review that went on for months. What a payoff to that storyline. Yeah, so hot. (laughs) Adam Pearce revealed that. But you're still a WWE superstar, Sonya Deville, and you're going to have to face Alexa Bliss. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, D-A-D. Please give the WrestleTalk podcast channel a subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button. We just read an article about also recommending you to watch another video on this channel. Indeed, yeah. We were reading, apparently, subscribers on YouTube is a myth. And actually, you don't exist. Having subscribers on a channel is utterly pointless. There's even those who believe well, that but, in just a. But don't discourage people from subscribing. It's still still useful. I'm, I'm telling you what that article told us. I, that article said word for word, they're dumb <laughs> idiots. Stop getting people to do it. The article I was reading to you. Yeah. I wouldn't. T- I would read the article directly. <laughs> And he was just saying, they say the subscribers are idiots. But they were saying that, hey, in a couple of years' time, YouTube may even get rid of the idea of subscribers altogether. And actually, the best way to support this channel is just to watch another video of this directly afterwards. Yeah. So if you haven't watched the Backlash review, I guess go watch that now. Now? Well, uh, well once this stay is done, here. stay here. Then watch that afterwards. This is, this is a difficult thing to juggle. Uh, <laughs> but also, send in an altered chat to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars by the end of the show. So yeah, I've pretty much done the recap of this already. Sonia Deville in the ring. Alexa Bliss comes out. It's Alexa Bliss's old music. Well, no, kind it's, of. no it's a, like a remixed version. Yeah. Of the remixed version that was already remixed. But it wasn't full-on Fiend Bliss. It wasn't full-on Fiend makeup or gear. Dropped all of it. This was Little Miss Bliss. But thank God. Don't worry, folks. Lily's still there. Because they got to sell that merch. So to recap this story, last September, Alexa Bliss faced Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship? Raw? Was she on Raw? She was unified? on. She was on Raw, then got drafted yeah. to SmackDown, and they did the seamless belt switch thing <laughs> that had no issues whatsoever. Perfect, perfect. Couldn't have gone it went exactly as planned. So yeah, for the Raw Women's Championship, which Charlotte Flair won, she then tore up the Lily doll, and Alexa Bliss could not activate the little tablet in her mouth, so she was just dribbling. And it was like the end of Revolution 2020, 2020. Blood and guts. Oh, 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 that as well. Yeah, no, yeah that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But in her mouth. But in her mouth. And then we didn't see her for months. And then she started having therapy sessions. And why, why don't you recap what those therapy sessions were? They were trying to 
convince her that she was okay and to let go of Lily the doll. And the payoff to that was? She turned up at Elimination Chamber completely back in her fiend gimmick with Lily the doll and a, a swing. And what has happened since then? She hasn't appeared anywhere since. And now? She's back to being kind, mostly old bliss, pre-fiend bliss. So this storyline almost works yeah. if you just ignore that Elimination Chamber bit where they sort of like very quickly wrapped up all those um, uh, therapy sessions and then just a voiceover being like, hey, I hear that there's a spot open in the Elimination Chamber. I actually applaud WWE for a really in-depth, realistic portrayal of recovering from an issue through therapy. Because it, therapy isn't just a, a one-off fix, is it? You can relapse. So the, the Elimination Chamber was a relapse and now... That's what she's been doing in the last three months. We just haven't seen any of just it. Just haven't seen it. <laughs> you fill in the blanks. That's what they ask you to do. Mm. Why should we write the story when you can just make up your own one? It's probably better than what we've got. Unify. So yeah, so Alexa Bliss is now back. She is in her Little Miss Bliss gimmick. She was doing the whole, like, I'm a cute thing. and But she still has the Lily doll. Famous but, catchphrase. But this Lily doll as far as we know, is not alive. Yeah, well, was it ever? It winked. Ah, but was It that... made uh, Eva Marie trip over. But... It chased Shayna Baszler <laughs> on the backstage area. Is, is that... Was the doll alive, though, or was that just a POV from the characters <laughs> getting so scared? No, I'm pretty sure the, the doll was alive. Um, you just said I could make up whatever story I want. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my one tracks. Yeah, but that's only if they haven't told their story. They did tell a story where the doll was alive. You can't just rewrite. You can't go into the first Doctor <laughs> Strange movie and just do a, better, you do a better story and pretend that the one that they told didn't happen. It's kind of what happened with the Mordo. <laughs> <laughs> the Mordo stuff. Hey, a different sequel came up, all right? Hey, we got a new director. <laughs> it's okay. And you got a new director. There's a multiverse stuff yeah. now, so we've got to focus more attention on that. Anywho, um, so yeah, like that. The, I, do you think then that because we've still got the Lily doll, that there could be, as you said, the relapse? And she actually does go back into Little Miss Fiend. Yeah, you know what? It's. I don't know because it's not like Bliss cut a promo here. She squashed Sonya Deville. She hit, I can't remember what. Two foot. moves. Yeah, two moves. The second move was Twisted Bliss off the top rope. One, two, three. I can't believe she stole Julia Hart's gimmick. <laughs> so then Bliss just walks to the back. No promo, no video package. Look, next week, it could totally be I am in my playground set. Lily's winking at people again. Or it could be, they could just never reference it again. What we do know right now, though, is there are elements of the Fiend gimmick still lingering, chiefly in Lily. Um, so maybe they will. I don't think they'll ever properly. Hopefully they'll never factor into anything again. It's worth bringing up as well that Fightful Select reported that the reason why Alexa Bliss hasn't been on TV for a while, it's not actually because she got married, which is what some people theorized it was. Like Some people were like, well, she's getting married a couple of days after WrestleMania. That's why she's not on the WrestleMania card. Not the case at all. Going to Sean Ross Sapp, she was telling WWE, I am ready, willing, and able to work WrestleMania. And there were creative pitches to add her into mm. the Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair feud. I'm glad they didn't really, because 
What a yeah. what a way to crowbar someone into a feud where she doesn't belong. It's like adding Charlotte Flair into that main event of WrestleMania 35. This feud needs a blonde woman. <laughs> we can't sell it otherwise. You're a ginger, Becky. Can't put that on a poster. It'll turn people off. They'll be they'll sick themselves inside out. It needs look at this this picture of Luke Owen's bedroom wall. <laughs> we need blonde women. That makes sense if you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> which not many people do. Um, so anyway, what was the point I was making? So yeah, they, she was making like you know I'm ready to work, but WWE had no creative plans for Alexa Bliss. The Elimination Chamber thing, as we all suspected at the time, was a rash last minute decision. And that is why it doesn't make any sense with the story that they were telling with the therapy stuff, and she was just doing the regular fiend gimmick stuff because they has no plans for her. And apparently she had a uh, an alter not an altercation, but she voiced her frustrations not just to the WWE higher ups that got Sonya Deville back off the uh, back onto being a WWE superstar again, but to Vince McMahon directly. And yeah, they've just apparently had no creative pitches for her. So this return actually completely makes sense that there was no big video package for her, no promo afterwards, no actual storyline development because I'd imagine they woke up and one was like, "Well, we need someone to squash Sonya Deville." Uh, has anyone got Alexa Bliss's number on speed dial? So that was not recent. That was like uh, a few months ago with the Vince It was a, stuff. Couple, a couple of weeks ago yeah. that the report came out that she was, and she had been tweeting that yeah, she was like yeah, publicly. pretty publicly, she was you know pretty frustrated with mm. her position within WWE. So yeah, my, my guess is, like Ali a couple of weeks ago, this was a last minute decision. Apparently like with Mustafa Ali, Sean Ross Sapp knew of his creative plans before Ali did. <laughs> well, she's back now. Let's see what comes of it. Uh, but I think most people who watch this show regularly only really want to hear from one person right now. Before we do get, do you want to talk about Sonya Deville? No, well, we already kind of have. <laughs> Sonya Deville uh, was fired from her position by Adam Pearce. She is now just a competitor again. Do you yeah. care? Do you care? Uh, not really. It, it was, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, got nothing else you want to... No, cool. Well, I mean, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you? No, not really. Yeah. No, I was just curious, you know. I think people come to this podcast to, to hear what we are takes on storylines and stuff. Well, I don't see her doing anything, um, but I didn't like her role beforehand. Yeah. 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 Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know it's all about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Manscaped, baby. Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless deal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at WrestleTalk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shipping. We even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Because it's not just about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls! Treat yourself, baby! That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order, free international shipping, manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. So, Mr. Kajili, CJ Lilly, CJ. however it is, um, he is an Alexa Bliss super fan who has been messaging in for years, probably, to this show, always about Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss he, hasn't he, been on the show for three months, and he will still, every week, talk about Bliss. On AEW podcasts, he will bring up Alexa Bliss, mostly shouting at Julia Hart, Accusing her of stealing Bliss's fiend gimmick. Yeah. In uh, CJ Lilly's world, Alexa Bliss is Poochie. Mm. Whenever she's not on screen, people should be asking, where's Poochie? CJ Lilly loves Alexa Bliss. So let's see what CJ Lilly says. That's better. Alexa Bliss, welcome like the mega star she definitely is. It's like when Anakin shows up in the Clone Wars, the star of the show is back, Raw has its star power back, WWE has its main attraction back, and like your GM, Alexa is back. Feel the fury. Like your GM? I don't know. General Man- my GM mode? 
I do have Alexa Bliss on my on my roster. Mm-hmm. She's my champion. I can't get the smegging belt off of her. There you go. Like your GM. Okay. Alexa is back. Feel the fuel. And I'm trying to get the belt off of her. Well, so that was my first thought. Was Chris. Bliss came out and I thought, good for CJ Lily. I, did, I had the same <laughs> thought. Is it, you know, like last week when Alexa, uh, Julia Hart was on Dynamite, my thought was, oh no, poor mm. Chris. This week it was like, hey, good for Chris. He's got what he's wanted. And it's and this shows you, you know, the sort of the power of being a fan of someone. She did diddly dick on this show, and it ultimately mm. means nothing. And yet, happy as Larry. Uh, nowhere near as epic as Juventud Guerrera's <laughs> AEW debut for not, new, not, new Punk Rants. We're not going to get Chris on the show no. to, to discuss it. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan says, hey guys, I hope you're doing well. Are you ready for Eurovision on Saturday? Is it? Let's come around quick. I am hyped. Who goes last? The UK or Germany? The age-old battle continues. The UK. Well, UK are second favourite. We have been second favourite many times before, and we come bottom last every single year. To my utter delight. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> well, it's, someone said to me, oh, but you've got to listen to this year's entry. We're actually really good this year. And I listened to it, and I was like... Oh man, it sounds like every song we've ever put in. But I, I don't, I don't watch it out of patriotic duty. I watch it to see how stupid Europe is about music. Oh yeah, I want to bring me camp. Oh, bring, I want to see rows of tents. That's the camp I want to see from this. I am. I'm going to a Eurovision party where we're going to be given a, a country, and we've got to bring a food substance of that country. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I am not having Eurovision party. My brother is coming around to my house. And we're going to watch Avengers Endgame. Well, because... That won't be as fun. He has not seen it. What? And uh, has avoided every spoiler from the movie as well. So he is now very excited. <laughs> see that. He's basically caught up on the entire MCU in the space of like 18 months. I would hope so. It's been a lockdown. Yeah, I mean, that, that actually did spur it on yeah. a lot of it, really. Uh, and finally for now, Kevin. Really disappointed in that that the news video didn't start with Andy in a dark room saying it started as a whisper, but you made it a revolution. Yes, I've been binge listening to the WT Extra podcast lately. I work in a basement with no signal. signal. Um, Yes, Randy, that would have been good, actually. Yeah, but he could do it on... It would have been yesterday's news, really, shouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't really work anymore. I thought the first two hours of this episode of Raw even passed the two-hour mark. Everything up until the Cody theory finish. I thought this was one of the best shows in years. Wow. Wow. I know. That good. I mean, it was was all right. Let me just run you through. Let me just run you through. Arcade Bro versus Street Profits. Seen it 25 times in the last few weeks. I hear you. Awesome match, and it gets better every time. (laughs) Uh... A new part of the stage. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Patrick was on a platform. It was. It's much better than doing it in a backstage area. The House of Purple, Judgment Edge, for like cut, three... Cut, cut the same promo they've cut for the last five weeks. But now with a woman in. Who cut? Who was in part of that same promo. Yeah. You people. They had two matches. Uh, VIP, what, one of which I've seen a bunch. VIP Lounge Amos. Uh... Alexa Bliss returns. Yeah. That's newsworthy. 
a fun segment with Ken Owens and Ezekiel. Not as fun as their previous segments, but still, I thought the punchline of it was very good. Beer squashes Frank Lowman. No one cares. And Cody versus Theory had an absolute banger that I was really into. That everyone knew the finish of. Apart from me! How did you not... Honestly, listening to your and Andy's review yesterday was the most infuriating uh... thing possible. The pair of you were just like, well, I think that really does put a line under the Cody-Seth feud. I'm like, Cody cheated to win. Seth has Baby now got face. all of the ammunition he... It's not even about heel turn. It's just Seth's now got the ammunition he needs for a third match. The first time I was unprepared, the second time you cheated... So now we need to have a third match where I can finally beat you. Why don't you want me to be happy? Because you're wrong. I'm, I enjoyed this episode <laughs> for, for, for two thirds of it. Yeah, and it's not wrong to like this episode. I just wanted to highlight to you that this was not one of the best shows. It was in on its way. But it really wasn't, though. It was on its way to being <clears throat> as good as the previous few weeks have been. It opened with RK Bro coming out, fresh off that momentum of losing, and Randy Orton, most over guy in the company, and they said, and I was surprised by this, we're still going to unify the tag titles. So, I mean, how did this not drive you mad? <laughs> Wasn't a good mood. This, this company. Uh, maybe that's... You were in I a was, bad, I was in mood, a bad this mood morning. I was in a really bad mood this morning, and I don't think this particularly helped, mm. because to recap the story thus far, Roman Reigns told the Usos, hey, go to Raw and unify the tag belts just like I unified the world titles. So the Usos went to Raw and set up a match to unify those tag belts. Mm -hmm. Then Roman Reigns decided, no, I don't want to unify the tag belts anymore. And we're just going to have a straight six-man tag that they won. Mm -hmm. And then Randy Orton and Riddle came out on this show and were like, we're going to unify the tag titles. I'm like, why are we going back to that? We just decided we weren't doing it. It's a great story. Why, it's not, no why not go back to it? <laughs> just do it at... Backlash. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I've got to edit that out as well because I've edited the podcast today. I tried to self-censor myself then and I oh couldn't. Oh my god. You kind of weirdly did. It's did. almost like you said it in reverse. And then just said it. <laughs> the f f uh, so, yeah, Randy, there was a weird line here. Not weird because I think it does fit with the characters. Riddle goes, um, um, Randy, dude, he's going to go to SmackDown by himself. <laughs> Which I saw for the last four weeks when they were setting this match up previously. Uh, that, but he doesn't need me. That's cool. So the, the Riddle's happy to do anything, right? But I think if we watch this back in a year's time after Riddle has turned heel on Randy, there's some... There's some substance here. I want Riddle to turn, is what I'm I saying. I thought you said you didn't want this tag team to break no, up. No, I never do. But when they do, it should be Riddle turning on Autumn. Absolutely. I think turning Orton here, we said this before on the show, but I think turning Orton heel at this point is a, an absolute disaster. Uh, so the Street Profits came down and they're like, hey, you need to focus on what you've got right in front of you, not SmackDown on Friday, because we're having a match for the Raw Tag Team Championships right now, Smoke. And then Riddle said... Awesomely, you want the smoke? Well, let me just say, RK Bro 420 just smoked yo asses. Weed. Yep, weed. That was different. <laughs> okay, four out of five shows. He's got a catchphrase. <laughs> on its way to the best show of the year. People just going by the comments on videos, people love it. People love weed. When the numbers four and 20 are next to each oh, other. Oh, yeah. But it's a, it's a big day. Sometimes when I used to do the Roaring Four minutes, I would clock in at four minutes 20 and people would react 
like they've just found the face of Jesus in a slice of toast. Oh my God, it's 420! People sure do love their weed. They do like it. Anyway, this match was so good, I legit thought the belts were changing hands. Yeah, that, that frog splash near four was so, so great. They set it up beautifully. The setup was Riddle does a dive to the outside, but he hits Autumn. You never see like an accident like that between RK Bro. And given like I was already thinking about the split off that little bit in the promo, I just was like, oh no, they're going to... Because Auden got over at the pay-per-view, he's the hottest star in the company. They're going to split him up. They're going to put Orton going for Reigns' title. Riddle, they're going to lose the belts here. And I was so worried that Montez Ford frog splash. Oh, my God. Then a kick out. Great. But then I'm still like, ah, but it's still. And then Montez Ford went for another frog splash. Riddle hit a picture perfect RKO. Randy looks so happy. Brilliant finish. Excellent finish to what was an <coughs> excellent match that I have seen already enough times this year i mean like yeah i don't really want to see rk bro and the usos have another match because i've seen that match a bunch of times over the last few months as well alpha academy fresh match oh yeah <laughs> might as well who else is there uh um, daddy dogs yeah are they still in nxt i no they're not they're because delve dropped the title back on Raw. Oh my god, that happened! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what What episode of NXT was it? Nope. No, it was on Raw! No, you'd think it would happen at the NXT pay-per-view, but they didn't. They just did it instead on Raw. Um, well, I really like this. Great match. Uh, I then, liked it too. Then we got the new interview area. Big pop from me. This is so much better than a... I mean, it's no different <laughs> to a backstage interview. It's but, a front stage interview. Doing, it's totally different. But doing it in front of the audience. I mean, by that, it's the exact same verbiage that he would have said backstage. But doing it in front of the audience is so much better. Especially because Kevin Patrick standing there trying to do a squat while everyone can see him. So he did you say it was just like ever so slightly parted stance yeah. and a little sit down. He must have incredible core strength. Either that or his thighs are incredible. Uh, speaking of... Theory came out for the interview here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he cut a good, good, good promo. Hmm. Totally, totally fine promo. Um, so that was about beating Cody later. Then we got a big sequence of segments with Judgment Day. Judgment Day come out. Sorry, with... it's the Judgment Day. It's the Judgment Day uh, with Edge, Damian Priest, and new member Rhea Ripley. Edge cut the You People promo, which we've heard. Rhea Ripley cut the You People promo that we've heard. Nah, it gets heat, but it's it's cheap. And it, like it, ever since you said last week, you feel that this is beneath them. And I was like, ah, but it works. I think you've incepted me. And now I'm like, ah, I think they're better than this. I think they are better than this. <laughs> and I think I, the group doesn't make any sense to me. Because like you're either bunch of people who think you can be better than that like i love the idea of Ed, like edge said about rhea ripley i gave her my hall of fame wisdom that she was being kept down by this tag team and i was the man who split up your favorite tag team i think that is all brilliant mm, stuff mm. but then they're also purple magic and i think if you removed all the purple magic stuff this group would actually be really really strong and really cohesive and they look wicked standing next yeah, to each yeah. other as well and edge has got a new haircut and stuff they look 
so so cool as a team but much like house of black look really cool as a team their stories have been bad oh i i think that's been all right targeting aj targeting the same body part that edge. that's one tiny element of what is has been one story since edge turned heel months ago <laughs> well now that now there's a fin the, 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 it's totally different because they keep adding new people to the same story. <laughs> so you're basically saying it's like the Jamie Hater and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sony Storm interview segments. Uh, so they also did have a bit of substance to this. Edge explained that it was him influencing Ripley's heel turn. Uh, You'll be pleased to know that the chat is still talking about 420. <laughs> I can't believe I said the, the numbers. Um... Priest screamed at the crowd to rise. And, and they a, did. <laughs> a few of them did. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, he's so much better now than he was before. So is Rhea. <clears throat> so yeah. Rhea's promo here was so much better than any of the promos that she has done since coming up to the main roster. Yeah. That's a low bar. Isn't that what we're judging? Yeah, I guess so. On? I guess so. Um, but crucially, Edge said this isn't a team, it's a movement, and he's not done recruiting. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, so Liv Morgan, and this was a stupid thing. When and when a baby face enters this any one of these segments, pose, smile, high five fans, then get mean and come down to the ring. So that was Liv here. She had a match against Rhea Ripley. I thought a pretty decent match. Yeah. But I was just I was just like, don't do this match yet. I was also surprised the crowd weren't really into it either. Mm. You'd have thought they've been told a fairly, you know, good story here with Rhea turning on her. But I guess it's just like because people weren't given much of a reason to care about the team to begin with, yeah. other than people really like them. Edge said they're our favourite team. Well, you know, now that he said that, yeah, mm. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, I thought the crowd were remarkably quiet for this, particularly for Liv's comeback. I was just surprised at. I thought the crowd would have been into this more than they were. Um, but it was a, I mean, it was just Rhea Ripley dominating, mm. which is a, a perfect story to tell because Rhea's newly in the group. She should get the dominant victory here. That's what they gave. It sucks that it's the hand of Liv Morgan because, or the expense of Liv Morgan because you could have built this up to be a bigger match. But I think it was completely the right decision. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ripley made her tap in the standing cloverleaf you know sort of the most definitive way for a baby face to lose other than saying i quit but yeah i just um ripley definitely should have won definitely should have looked looked completely dominating but just just have her squash a local competitor and then Liv comes out i want a match no you draw that out and then you you have this match later down the line well brian alfred made a very interesting point on the brian and <laughs> Vinny show review of backlash which is that you could have stretched out the masked person yeah. storyline for weeks because the commentators did such a good job of just like, who is that guy? Who is this guy that's doing the attacking? That human male. That human male man that is in the ring and then they do the big reveal that's Rhea Ripley. You could have spun that out for weeks. Mm -hmm. Even had Rhea Ripley still doing like, you know, her feud outside of that group. Yeah. And then done the big reveal that it was Rhea Ripley all along. That is cool. That's it, much better. It's a much better payoff than just... Because the other raised the question, why were you masked? Yeah. 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 Because you just revealed yourself <laughs> 30 seconds after you debuted with the mask. You just need to wear very baggy trousers. Otherwise, Andy can tell your yeah. gender by looking at your bottom half. Yeah. Or, or, the, or the top half, I think, is what <laughs> was most focused on. Um, I mean, I thought it was quite clearly Rhea Ripley because I think she's a foot and a half taller than Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Well, he could have been wearing platforms. 
Have you seen um, Terry's got the new Converse that have got platforms in them? Apparently all Converse All-Stars now have platforms in them. How many platforms? I don't know how many platforms, but they're, they, hers are way thicker than mine are. Everyone's got platforms. Converse. Super Mario. Kevin Ke Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so Liv Morgan's getting beaten down afterwards. Who can save them? It's Finn Balor entrance. Yeah, doing his entrance. Like, like his full pay-per-view entrance. It's all come out in the feet of the big fiend entrance. Yeah. Oh, the bigger demon entrance, rather. And it's like, oh, quick. Okay, you've done your bit now. Finn, get down there. And he just stands there. <laughs> AJ's music hits. It's the Jeff Hardy school of making the save. And I'm like, come on, guys, get down there. She's getting her ass kicked. <laughs> and from pillar to post. And just, just hang on, mate. <laughs> Puts his hood over his head. They don't want none. And then Liv Morgan just disappears. And then, the, and then they sauntered down to the ring so that Finn Balor could be for, ready for his match against Priest. So this was Priest versus Balor when a few minutes... Balor went to dive outside, but Ripley stood in front of him on the ground. Like, they did such a good job of making Ripley actually feel like the most intimidating member of this group. Um, and then uh, Edge speared Finn for the DQ. AJ tried to make the save, but Rhea again stopped him. Numbers overcame them. Uh, I thought this was really, really good stuff. It is. It's just I've seen <clears throat> the matches a lot. And I think that sort of dampens it. That and I think the promo I think is a bit standard. But I think the presentation of them is mm. so, so good that it kind of makes up for a lot of that. Uh, the the DQ finish is quite lame. Uh, but, oh man, do I love that high-low finish with the spear and with Damien Priest. I think it's so, so cool. DQ finish, agree. Never good. But I didn't mind it here just because we'd already had the Judgment Day match. And yeah. This this was this match always felt like an angle to me, and Cody versus Theory never did. The other two DQs really really irked me. Yeah. Um, so six person tag for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, into gender. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Same here. Chuck an Inferno match at it. Six person Inferno. Match. I don't know how it will work. Oh, that sounds very dangerous. <laughs> that sounds very dangerous. <laughs> it's like a um, six person Hell in a Cell match. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. It'd be difficult because WWE don't like the men interacting with the women and usually you get around that with the legal tags in. But that's where the Hell in the Cell comes in <clears> because you can all just be resting all yeah, the same time. Yeah, on the time. apron. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, after that, we got Chad and Otis backstage with Kevin Owens. Uh, they're going to get a DNA test done with the DNA guys. <laughs> you know, the DNA guys. <laughs> so funny. And because they've got DNA from the Red Cup Ezekiel sipped out at the lie detector test. And they have got definitive proof. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for next week's segment. And Owens, uh, it's going to be different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens said his older brother, Ken Owens, is coming later tonight. This is very funny. VIP lounge segment with Amos. The, sorry. The Nigerian giant Amos. Uh, Cedric Alexander walks down like, hey, guys, we did it. We beat Lashley. And MVP's like, whoa, mate, you're not part of the gang. Bobby Lashley came down, beat up the set, the security guards, and Cedric Alexander. And Amos. He knocked Amos out of the ring. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. But he's, he's so big. How did I miss it? Because, well, he's because he keeps beating him up. The only reason he lost a backlash is because MVP interfered for mm. him. This feud does feel like it's Lashley versus MVP, and Amos is the third wheel here, which is weird because he's so big. And Cedric Alexander. 
to do the actual wrestling. Yes, he's to there. take the actual bumps. To take all the bumps mm. for them. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so yeah, it, it, I, I'm not into this feud uh, or their boring matches. No, no, it's, it's really bad stuff. Uh, but next, later on in the show, Lashley said, "Me and you are Moss in a steel cage." How are they going to do that? Well, but I mean, a Moss will just step over the cage, Ronnie. <laughs> because usually, yeah, every, how's he going to sell so much? Well, he's not. Oh, it's <laughs> going to be terrible. I reckon we'll get a side of the cage falling off spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we'll have a big, not not a ring break, but something akin to that. Yeah. Um, Sonia and Adam Pierce talking backstage. This is leading into the Deville Bliss return. Uh, then we got the Ezekiel Ken Ken Owens segment, and Kevin Owens just came out with a greyed beard and wig, saying he was the older brother of KO. Um, and this was good. This was good. Ezekiel addressing him as Ken and believing that he really was his older brother, mm. which led to Kevin Owens pulling the wig off, being like, "It was me. It's me all along." Was high comedy. And Ezekiel sold it like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the best storyline on Raw. By a comfortable margin, it's the best storyline on Raw. I th- So this segment, Kevin Owens said, everybody here, raise your hands if you think Ezekiel is who he says he is. And, you know, a few people raised their hands. Not enough, really, to make it work. But earlier in the night, we got Damien Priest saying, everyone stand up for for Edge. I lo- this, was, this felt like crowd interaction that actually worked usually the stuff in the ring feels so closed off from any sense of reality outside it mm. i appreciated those two moments yeah i thought this was a very very good segment um alpha academy came down everyone beat up ezekiel pierce gave Asuka a championship contenders match backstage becky was annoyed saying that she didn't even get the win last week great point Liv morgan got the pin excellent point <laughs> and then Asuka said you're, you say you're a mum, but you're a baby. Wow, wow, wow. I do like how sometimes <laughs> WWE just script their characters to say, the writing here is terrible, and I think we should highlight it's really bad and makes no sense. Yeah. This is great. Imagine if, you know, a, a character stood up in the MCU and just went, this makes no sense. Oh, you mean Deadpool? And no one likes Deadpool. <laughs> you don't like Deadpool. <laughs> It's true, I don't. Uh, Veer took on Frank Lowman. He was sort of a, a big guy, much uh, very dissimilar to the usual fodder for Veer. And he told Byron Saxton he's got to do this for his wife and three little triplets. And Veer destroyed him. It's good to highlight that he said three little triplets. Yes. Because <laughs> if he'd have said triplets, I'd be like, I don't know how many that is. Well, he's got nine kids. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think he said. Uh, yeah. Veer wins. Yawn. This storyline. Where are the Mysterions? Yeah. What happened to them? Well, the you know, I don't know. You, you sort of assume, don't you, that, you know, stuff... You, because there was a pandemic when it, when anyone missed like Sonny goes missing from to, TV. to miss a month and a half of TV. Well, you know, you don't know how bad people get it. I suppose, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I don't, I don't blame any companies for sort of dropping stuff like that. We did actually have an email in uh, about uh, Veer's move, the cervical clutch, 
Uh, this comes in from Denny, who says, um, Can I just say that the cervical clutch is simply being pronounced incorrectly by the US commentators? The top of the spine where Veer twists his opponent near the seventh vertebrae is called the cervical... So it's pronounced cerviacal. 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 So it's the cerviacal clutch, not the cervical clutch. Uh, and the lower area of a woman is called the cervix. When put into medical context, it is pronounced cervical, cervical. So, yes, <laughs> so it should not be called the cervical clutch. That is referring to the cervix. Um, the cerviacal. cerviacal is what Veer is doing. Cervical. <laughs> cervical. Is that what Lacey Rose was doing in her promo later? Yeah. Uh, for whatever royal... Yeah, car. I don't know. So, for background, I am currently an EMT for the ambulance service. So, if Pete wants to ask his partner for confirmation, I'm sure she will agree. Thanks again. Play Mega Drive. Cool. Well, thanks very much for that email. Thank you. You're, you always learn something here on the Restore Podcast. Uh, Kevin Patrick interviewed Cody Rhodes in gorilla position, and Cody said, "Well, I consider the chapter with me and Seth Rollins <laughs> now definitively closed." Look. I I love I love you for a lot of reasons um, many of which have been covered on this show but your optimism about this is one of the biggest things I've ever loved you for <laughs> like looking at the match they had at Wrestlemania Backlash and truly believing that he was done with Seth Rollins considering that when this match was announced I got a bunch of people tweeting me and stuff, and you look at the comments being like, oh, so that's ending in a DQ then. Every single person on this planet saw this match announced and was like, well, Cody sure ain't winning, and Theory sure ain't losing, so I'm going to guess Seth Rollins cause of the DQ. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, I've even written it here. So Seth's costing him the match. <laughs> but then the match they had, I thought, was so good. Cody got, like, loads of pyro. On his entrance, he always gets loads of pyro. It he got that for the like Miz. More pyro, <laughs> uh, th- like he got two separate layers of pyro. Uh, theory looked great. I thought you had the whole show was built up to it. By this point, we had two interview segments building up to this match. It's because the chat's still going on about it. It's just to clarify. Four twenty. Uh, uh, no, they moved on to the Deadpool thing now. Right. I was joking when I said no one likes Deadpool. Uh, I think that Deadpool is fine in very small doses. And I think he had his peak in 2008. (laughs) And I think most people should probably move on from it now. Uh, I I thought this was the sort of match Cody excels at, you know, getting over the other guy. Theory got a lot of this match, but Cody in his selling, he'd always keep trying to swing back. Uh, I, I I really liked the match and then they cleared the announcers table so that was set up and no one went through it commercial break come back I'm like why were they going with this are they just going to put the belt on Cody I really got into it I, I, I yeah I like I really like theory I thought Cody was great here I thought we were going a new direction I was excited and when Seth Rollins came in I I don't know why, but I haven't been this annoyed at a match finish for, for quite some time. Yeah, I, I, it is surprising considering that everyone else saw it coming. But I I love the fact that that you didn't, and mm. I it is it is disappointing. But man, Cody Rhodes really is back in WWE, isn't he? Just three pay per views on the bounce, having the same match, mm. and it's a shame as well because this match was really really good, and it's that classic Cody match as well of putting over the making the younger guy look awesome what Cody did so great in in AEW 
this was an awesome, awesome match. And I, but I, I never got fully into it because I was just, just waiting for Seth to come down and cause the DQ. Maybe it's because it was I was enjoying the the show so much already. I thought it was going to be a good thing, mm, and it, it nearly was. Um, so I guess yeah, we're getting Cody Seth in at Hell in a Cell in Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Third match between them. That, that Cody has won two of. Yeah, and you'd expect him to win the third. Yeah, because it yeah because if you're building Cody to Roman then you don't want Cody losing on pay-per-view. But are you going to beat Seth Rollins three pay-per-views on the bounce? I mean, they did it for Randy Orton, I suppose. Yeah. So, like, you know, and people... And like, wins and losses don't matter until they decide that they do. On the, the, the Money in the Bank promo, they aired the same Money in the Bank promo from Backlash, where Cody said that the winner of Money in the Bank gets to main event WrestleMania. Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio said, I've asked around, no one knows. <laughs> they haven't decided yet what Money in the Bank gives you, whether it's just regular Money in the Bank or it is going to be for the main event of WrestleMania. A decision has not been made, but the promo was shot, so they're just using that promo until they've made a decision. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, you know, they've got two months to make this call. It's not till July 2nd. Yeah, loads of time. Loads of time. That is long-term booking for long-term booking. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, we got Sasha Banks and Naomi taking on the new team of Nikki, A.S.H. and Doudrop. Um, Heels didn't even get entrances. <laughs> no, uh, but Doudrop was doing really well. Nikki tagged herself in, got cocky and lost the match. And Dewdrop was shouting at Nikki afterwards, saying, like, you need to get serious. And then the Miz came down in a in a referee shirt. And I thought, what's happening here? But it's only because Dewdrop and Nikki ASH looked up at the Miz to be like, What what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was odd. I actually I at first I thought that Crikey, we split this tag team up already. But it's actually just Dewdrop it's to drop the Nikki ASH game. Hopefully. Hopefully so. Go back to being, I don't know, Nikki Cross, maybe, or, or something. Probably just Nikki. Um, and if Dewdrop could drop her name as well, that'll also be great. Well, but I was going to say, do, I, if I was Nikki, I'd say Pot Kettle Black right now. Yeah. Dewdrop. I, I've got high hopes for this team mm -hmm. because both of them are so good and they could do with a really good tag team uh, in this division that feels legit. Yeah. That's not just Natalia and whoever her best friend is this week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, Champa versus Ali was next, which was the match The Miz had come down to special guest referee. Why was he the special guest referee? Well, people made me the special guest referee. What, the same people that just struck off Sonya Deville for, for abusing, power. abusing her power? Yes. Well, it's in, in Miz's own words, it's because <laughs> he was going to call things right down the middle. And the WWE higher-ups obviously believed that he was going to call this match right down the middle and then probably watched it on their big monitors and were like oh i didn't see that coming he didn't call it right down the middle uh, i thought this was a actually a, a good match champa really wrestled like it was not the on raw that he sat down on the announcer's table did the applause he did all of his johnny gargano 35 minute spots yeah. <laughs> but in a six minute match yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure at one point they exposed the concrete. <laughs> exactly. They did a brain buster on it. He was awesome. Handcuffs came out. He was like so awesome in this match. Like, you know, a, a, an NXT main event, but condensed down. It just, it's a shame then that Mustafa Ali pinned him like 
12 times in this match because it didn't make Champa look any good. Uh, the Miz went one, two. It was a slow count, so Champa kicked out. And then Champa won with a reverse DDT and the Miz quick counted. So right now, this is all kind of part of the US title picture, I would say. You've got Theory, Miz, Ali, and Champa. Um, I don't know where they're, <coughs> where they're going with this, but at least that is a mid-card. Mm, a solid mid-card as well. It's four good names there. I, and, and, you know, maybe if the reports are still true, Champa, this is just a way to get Champa into Judgment Day. I like the idea of Champa and Priest as the tag team. Yeah. Rhea Ripley with the Women's yeah. Championship, Edge going after the, all the golds. Yeah. I think that's really nice. Uh, Lacey Evans told her backstory uh, again. The same thing we saw in SmackDown. In front of Cody Rhodes' tattoo, I believe. What was that all about? It was the Nightmare Fam... Yeah. Yeah. So, have we just not known that the Nightmare Family emblem is a US military thing? I thought it was a Decepticon thing. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to say that the US military are the Decepticons? <laughs> they might have been infiltrated. Lashley challenged Amos to the steel cage match. We had... Uh, well, Becky Lynch then made her entrance and we had about four backstage bits, as is their way. R-Truth served Reggie with divorce papers. Akira Tozawa ran away so he didn't get served. I genuinely think Tamina is doing the best work of her career right now. This is way better than any of the wrestling that she has done. So yeah, I didn't hate this at all. I, th this this storyline has not gotten... It's not gotten any better since the wedding, which really was the peak of this. But yeah, like Tamina and Dana are now best friends, apparently. Hmm. Uh, and the main event was the championship contenders match of Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Becky was out on com commentary. It went like three minutes. And Becky just caused a DQ by tripping Bianca Belair and then throwing her into a, the steel steps, I think. And that was it. It was, it was a really lame finish. And then she took out Asuka and then she backed up up the ramp. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, disappointing. Really, really disappointing. And it's a shame as well because like, my notes that I had for this were nothing but positive. Because mm. right at the start of this show, they were showing, you know, what's the really big storyline coming out of WrestleMania Backlash? Oh, it's the Bloodline winning over RK Bro and Drew. And I was like, well, that's a shame because 80% of this match is not on this show. <laughs> and then all of that stuff's done in the opening segment. Mm. And I was like, well, that's, that's probably going to leave Raw slightly open. But I think it's a testament to how good and how big time no pun intended, Becky Lynch, Asuka, and Bianca Belair feel as this really, really strong trio of, uh, you know, holding up this women's division on their own. So, so great to then just have this really lame five minutes, eh, crap, DQ, the third DQ on the night as well. And just almost, it, it ultimately ends to nothing. It's just a bit of a shame, really. The main event was definitely Cody versus Theory. And they build it up as like the end of the second hour main event. Yeah. Uh, so Definitely this... going to have a clean finish. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, But yeah, really credit to WWE. This is the second week in a row that the, the women have main evented. Mm. And look at that division on Raw. SmackDown's really got nothing apart from Ronda now. Yeah. But you've got this Nikki Dewdrop tag team in the singles division alone. You've got Asuka, Becky, Bianca. Bliss is back now. Bliss is back. Everyone's always into Morgan. And Rhea Ripley has been rejuvenated. That's like six people right there. That's so much. SmackDown is, has got no one actually might need to move some of those across. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was good. But this angle, rubbish. Uh, overall, I think I gave it 67%.
Uh, so which is one of the highest. It was the second highest score for Raw this year. Uh, looking at the community poll, it was a three out of five show. Fifty six percent voted it three out of five. I'd have already given this three out of five as well. Um, Fourteen percent said two out of five. Thirteen percent said four out of five. So if you take my sixty-seven percent, add it to your to Kurt Angle's two-thirds, whatever, because he's not going to try. Sixty-seven percent to me is is you know sort of three point four. So it's on very my, close on my Games Master podcast that I do, I do a podcast about a TV show from the nineties about video games. Um, go and check that out. Uh, we the magazine kind of rule of thumb that we have for the Games Master magazine they had was seventy-five percent was a solid recommend. So you, what you're saying there with your score is that you wouldn't actually recommend anyone check out this episode. Not a three hours, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> it is too long, though, isn't it? But if this was a if this was a two hour show with a clean finish, I would have watched this episode even if I didn't work here. Strong praise indeed. <laughs> <laughs> with several caveats, I would have watched this show. Um, let's uh, before we get into your remaining ultra chats, uh, get those in at wrestletour.com forward slash support. By the way, let's say a big thank you to our wonderful pledge hammers on Patreon who have donated twenty five dollars a month or more. Indeed, we've got some amazing stuff over at Patreon.com. Let me hit that Hall of Fame music. We've got some amazing stuff over on Patreon.com currently right now. Myself and Sullivan Bo Brown reviewed <laughs> NXT Takeover Dallas. The I think the results are now in for the next episode of WrestleTalk Extra. It's me and you, hopefully so again, reviewing Judgment Day 2002, the show that stopped me watching wrestling oh. until I went to university. What happened? It's the one where Hogan wins the belt. Right. Oh, wow. And it wasn't even the fact that Hogan won the belt. It was just all my faves had gone mm. uh, and it just it, and all my friends had stopped watching as well. But yeah, so very pivotal. It, it beat out a very strong contender. I can't remember which one it beat out now, but um, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to talking through that with you. Well, let's say thank you to our $25 a month or more backers. Get off my plane. There's something wrong with the left phalange. 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 A friend's reference. All oh, right. Uh, Starbucks, Stephen Costa. Oh, Kingslayer. Rue the day. Ruari O'Brien Kelly. The Knight Rider, Kit. Hannah A. Baby. Vito Ventura. Pet Detective. Ari and Shifra, the booze awaits. Who wants to walk with Daniel, Elias, Chrysler? Have a glass of sherry, Martel J. Simmons. Michael Jensen, radio. And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class on uh, May 10th, 2022, this is some kind of Patreon shout out. Nate dropped surname. Thank you very much. Go to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk to see how you can get your own shout out. Indeed, yes. But, you know, here on the Rest Talk Podcast, we like to deliver the goods. We like to really bring in the big guns for this podcast. Last week, we had SP3 oh. as a special guest in for the final portion of this show. And, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for me, to, my guests at this time, hmm. the latest signee for Wrestle Talk. It's Social Media Abby! Oh. Yeah! Come on in, Abby. Abby's going to join us for the last portion of the show. Let me set your microphone up. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Look at this speedy transition of a into a three-person set. Know. We're so quick at this. Hold on. In you come, Abby. I'm in. You're I'm in. in. I need to turn your mic on. Hold oh, on. okay. Lovely. Oh, squeeze round, everyone. You've got it. You've got it. We're in. You're right. You're in. We're in. Hello. Abby's hey. here, everyone. Hey. Hi, Abby. Chair. How was Hello. drafts? It was lovely. Yeah. Wonderful time Have with nice Laurie time. and Sully. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Hello. Cool. Here's your microphone. Um, right. As seen on the drunk podcast. <laughs> As seen ready for some more Eurovision uh, are, chaos. Are you having a Eurovision party? No, I'm just going to watch it at home with, with Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Who are you rooting for? Mm. It's got to be Ukraine. It's... I feel like if there's I only one winner this year. Yeah. yeah, it probably is going to be them, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Do you, so Dan asked earlier, is I it going to be the UK or Germany coming last? I reckon it's going to be a close one, but we've got TikTok sensation Sam Ryder. So whether oh, that's that why some... we're the babe, second favourite. Yes. Because of the TikTok generation mm. getting you. I, I mean, because TikTok generation are quite famously massively into Eurovision. Social media? You, yeah. This is a social media tip. Are you are you Gen Z? No, no, but you love it quite. <laughs> you love the TikTok. No, you love all things social TikTok media. And yeah, I love, I love the Eurovision. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. I don't know if you know this, mm -hmm. um, but I hope you don't, so you can get angry. <laughs> Australia are in Eurovision permanently now. They're part. Well, of the they're part, part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, but Eurovision isn't a Commonwealth thing. No, but that's all right, isn't it? Yes. It's fine. Yeah, no, I like it, but I thought I thought you would be annoyed. <laughs> Why would I be annoyed? Because they're not geographically in Europe. Neither's Russia. Uh, there's, they, they are, but geographically, I think they are, but politically, they're not. But no, they're not part of the European continent, are they? I think they are. Are they not their own continent? I think they. They're like, so massive. I think like a bit. I think a bit of it is. <laughs> just, it's like, just Kiev. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, now, to, so let's talk to Mr. C. J. Lilly again. Uh, now time to book her correctly. This is Alexa Bliss, of course. Uh, have her win a few matches, build her up for a win at SummerSlam. Just have to say, what's the point of SmackDown's division? Now they have to have Bailey. as who else is there for Ronda now that Charlotte has gone for a while? Jam that jam. It's an excellent question. Uh, SmackDown is really lacking in its women's division. Maybe it's time to build up some of those stars that they brought up from NXT, like Zaya Lee, like Shotzi Blackheart, <sighs> like Aaliyah. Maybe it's time to do something with them. Raquel Gonza. That'd be far too sensible. Yeah, can we guess that name now? Rodriguez. Is Rodriguez, is right? Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, I think move some people over. Move Bliss over. I think would be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Charles Berg, are those tiny little videos on the news CBW teasers? I couldn't possibly say. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. What? Huh. Uh, fun episode of Raw. We got an Alexa Bliss return, and then Sonya had a mental breakdown after she lost, which is obviously stealing from Alexa. <laughs> joke, CJ, joke. Rhea Purpley. Rhea Purpley? Oh, like Rhea Ripley. That doesn't... <laughs> that Things famously don't, don't rhyme with purple. Is that true? No, it's orange. Yeah, well, that nurple. Nurple is nurple a word? Surely nurple's a word. Uh, it's a great fit for Judgment Day. Uh, Austin shoot got a work call as the Seth got a work call as the Seth theory match was starting. You mean the Cody theory match, I guess. Tuned back in at the exact time Seth caused the DQ. Talk about perfect, but not perfect timing. Am I right? Been a fan for three years now. Love all of you guys. I'm a fandy first and for most. Um, I think fandy is what Andy's calling his 
his collectives. Um, all four are, of them. What are you uh, going to call yours? Oh, oh. Fabby's. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a bit kitsch, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it. We'll go with it till we think of something better. It's a bit kitsch. Nate S. If they don't get Maury to come out and announce the DNA results for Ezekiel, then what are we even doing? Jerry Springer's right there. He's on like WWE's Speed Dial. Speed Dial, yeah. He's still with us, isn't he? Yeah, Jerry. Oh, I wouldn't like to say just think. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna double check. Yeah. Do they have Maury over there? You are not the father. Yeah, we could yeah, it's kind of Well, Jeremy Kyle's coming back. That's our He's already back. That's yeah. our... He's uh, uh, Oh yeah, but it's it's new shows tanking already, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh. I what don't a... get to watch daytime TV anymore. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, now that you've got a job. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh, had a nightmare timeline thought. Money in the Bank winners headline night one of Mania, Rumble winners main event night two. Cody wins Money in the Bank and wins the title on night one, only to lose the title night two. Do I hate the idea of the night one, night two thing? I don't think I do. I do, Hmm. because one thing's definitely not going to be the main event. And you know it's going to be the women <laughs> every time. <laughs> no, that's why there's a, there's ladies' night, and then there's men's, men's the, night. The, the proper main event, <laughs> the, the, the real the, one, the Sunday one, the yeah. real one that we're all here for. Well, may, hopefully with Becky and Ronda, maybe that could actually close all of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Nichols, Cody versus Theory was pretty fun, as was most of Raw. Alexa is back. Yay. Hopefully they actually have a plan for her this time. Do you think the feud between Moss and Corbin is over? To quote Hulk Hogan, ah, it's not hot. Take care, lads. Who are you going to call? That is in reference to an email that we will get to on the AEW podcast. Uh, Will Campbell, I got to say, this is the most bitter I've seen Luke in a long time, lol. Hasn't he been grumpy today? Oh, I didn't want to talk to him this morning when I got in because he looked really grumpy. Luke is never <laughs> grumpy. I know. I, I, I talked about this on the, the podcast intro, but I was in a bad mood this morning. Yeah. I, I, I had a bad, bad trip into work. And I was just thinking about my drive through the Brecon Beacons yesterday and how much I was having a lovely time. It's no Black Hole Tunnel, though, is it? It's not. The, no, it's, you're right. It's not, is it? Uh, Will Campbell continues. Lighten up, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you say to people who are in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) Just lighten up already. Get over it. The show wasn't that bad. Also, Kevin Owens, Ezekiel Elias and Alpha Academy are doing their absolute damnedest to get the whole Ezekiel thing over. And it's working. They don't even have to try that hard. It's, as I said on the show, comfortably the best thing on Raw. Might be the best thing in WWE (laughs) et al. Uh, Roy Zhang. I have never heard anyone pronounce it. Cervical. The word is cervix. Is the Latin for necks? Neck. Well, I mean, we had an actual an EMT say this to us. If if Britt Baker told me what a tooth name was, I would not look to correct her because I've heard something else from Latin. Uh, The guilty hat. What do you think the worst name in women's wrestling is? Nikki Ash, Dewdrop, or the Bunny? I think the bunny works because she's with like the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so dewdrop. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's dewdrop. <laughs> I think that's only because of who Piper Niven was, and such a stupid name going to her mm. makes it all that more worse. Obviously, no reflection on their talent, as all three are very good. But the names hold them back for me. Nikki is fine, but I can never imagine the others as top champs. Yeah, it's a shame, really. 
Uh, hot tag to Luke. Uh, Brian Wick uh, Wilkowski says, "I'm going to the I'm going to go to AEW tomorrow with my buddy Ryan, who introduced me to your show. So can you give him a shout out, please? Can't wait to cheer MJF like the hometown hero he is. That villainous Wardlow better get his for <laughs> violating his totally fair contract." I cannot wait for Dynamite tomorrow. And it's not because of any matches. It's purely because it's in MJF land. Yeah. And that last Long Island show was one of the most fun episodes of the year. Yeah, this show has got Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter and Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. And actually Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allin. I can't wait to see what a train wreck that might end up being. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, can't wait to see MJF have a contract signing. (laughs) Uh, Ten Ruzza said sparkles, elaborate music, crazy costumes and wild makeup Not talking about bliss, I am talking about Eurovision That starts tonight with the first semi-finals Starts at 5am here in Melbourne, Australia Wild scenes today No Queen, but Prince Charles doing the speech Of course, Queen stepping back uh, Luke Denise Salcedo Owen with that mouth. I just had a message from Angela saying, "Can't believe I dropped an f bomb on this show." I can't believe I did either. Uh, I think Ollie enjoyed having the non-combative Sully to talk to the other day, agreeing with him. Unlike Luke, mm, it was good because he, yeah, he. I don't think he's found his confidence with him. <laughs> so he hasn't found his confidence to have actual opinions on the show. So yet. he can just parrot what I say. I enjoyed that tremendously. I'm not enjoying this. It's a good tactic, yeah. to be honest. I don't like this whole disagreeing with me thing. No, but that's been our dynamic. You love the show. That's <laughs> been our dynamic for nearly five years at this point. Um, anyway, uh, uh, what are you most looking forward to on Dynamite? Ollie, what's your favourite 90s Brit music? Uh, what point am I buying you there? Favourite? Well, it'd be Radiohead, I guess. Yeah. My favourite 90s British band. I was telling you a story about Radiohead on Rest Talk After Dark and about listening to OK Computer and Sullivan, like the big idiot that he is, started singing um, uh, Just. Uh, it's off, off the Benz, off I think you'll find. I think you'll find that's off the Benz. Oh, off the, Benz. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the pint is Guinness, please. And DX Solo, who's been a member for nine months in a row, say, just wanted to say that I love the My GM series, and I hope it does continue. I only hate having to wait a week for the next one because I'm impatient. Cheers, mates. Next oh, they're in for a treat next week. <laughs> yeah. I was in here when they filmed it. Really? I was some photos for social. And the reactions next week <laughs> are top quality. You don't don't miss that one. It's a very it's a very fun show to make. I watched back episode nine when I had a <laughs> I had an actual freak out on the episode because I got something well, I thought I'd got something drastically wrong and I nearly cried. <laughs> I almost messaged you like, how how after nine weeks do you not know? <laughs> Where that part is. very bad at the game. Yeah. Also, we play it like <laughs> once every three weeks. So like, I have to relearn how to play the game every time I come back to it. Well, what's beautiful is, you know, Pete is actually, he's taken some time off. He is training. Oh, yeah. He he will be training at home, reading articles. He's, he's uh, on his Twitch channel. Yeah. He has mm. been like, on his Twitch channel, on his days off, he's been doing like streams of him playing my GM modes. And he's getting all the practice in. Mm-hmm. While Muggins over here, busy at work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kristen Scholz says, Welcome to the Multiverse of Madness. We watch the dawn of a new Codyverse. This is just me listening to your reviews. Haven't watched WWE in years, but it sure sounds like that. Hope this time he doesn't run when things go don't go his way. Oh, no, I don't agree. This wasn't Codyverse. This was WWE bad booking. Yes. If it was Codyverse, there'd be a dog. There'd be Brandy <laughs> running down. There'd be several ref bumps. There'd be... a 
dog collar match in there. Yeah, and everyone would be booing Cody. Yeah. And he'd be going like, they love me. <laughs> he hasn't even got the Cody Vader anymore. No. Well, it got stuck that one time, didn't it? And he got real embarrassed by it. And there was also, he's not got the weight belt. He doesn't just lob stuff at the fans anymore. He hasn't got an army of evil foreign heels to fight up against. <laughs> uh, and shout out to our new member, Harriet Manga Girl. Always love to have you on board, uh, Harriet. to read out here. Uh, this one comes in from Steve, who said, uh, Hi, team. Firstly, just want to say thank you for all you guys do. You're all very wonderful. Been a regular listener since the Best in the World Saudi show. Watched it, could not believe what I had seen, and needed some confirmation that it was actually bonkers. Switched on your review, and Ollie just had me in stitches, and I've listened every week since. I have a question for Ollie. A while back, he did a four-day fast. I just wanted oh, yeah. to know what that meant. Did he eat nothing for four days? Did you have to consume a minimum amount of calories? Basically, I've been intermittent fasting for three years, but I'm considering doing what Ollie did as a sort of the system reboot. Any information would be lovely. I love you all, Steve. Yeah, so I haven't done this for quite a while, but when I was uh, exploring the benefits of fasting, yeah, I did, um, I did four days. Some people do it for a week. Uh, but anything over three days is when you get the process of autophagy, which is where your cells... Just... The guy's running the MCU. No, autophagy is a villain in Oliver Twist. <laughs> but he's a robot. <laughs> uh, the, these, the cells just start... To, the dead cells start to get cleared out because your body's like, I'm not going to process all this food. I can get on with all the, the deep work that I've been putting off forever. Mm -hmm. um, it was very tough, though. I know I was just having liquids and um, this this horrible shake of oregano, a little bit of honey. Um, God, and that was that was pretty much it. That's not. Oh, and water, presumably. Yeah, water. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, that's a very sticky liquid. But it, it was really liquid. It wasn't like, oh, you've just blended a banana. There was nothing like that in there. Oh, God. It, you know, like it didn't taste nice. But you know when you put your hands in the sink after washing up Ooh. and you feel all the bits? Yeah. It was that in a cup. Ooh. So textually it was disgusting. But that, I'd drink that girl it. on The Apprentice was right, wasn't she? But I'd drink it and then I'd be near tears. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd be like, this is amazing! I have energy again! Uh, but yeah, it's very tough. But definitely do a lot of research. I'm not a doctor. Uh, you talk about, we were talking about autophagy then. And I was like, is he the... We've got two minutes left. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe we could start the show on time. We will start the show on time. It's fine. Well, we usually click the countdown, just like 3.01 and... Yeah. Oh, so you think that one minute is really going to make the difference? By the time we're at like 50... <laughs> uh, I... When we're at four. <laughs> Ten past four, I'm like, God damn, we should have started a minute earlier. Oh, come on now. <laughs> uh, so anyway, when I was um, at my parents' house, I uh, had to clear out some of my stuff from the shed, um, which means I found some pictures of me as a teenager. Oh, I saw some of these online with yeah. your horny bedroom. <laughs> That's what I was going to show you. There he is. Look at yeah. this guy. Yeah. So that's China. Mm -hmm. And then just interchangeable big blonde boob women hey one of those is katie price aka jordan oh yeah it is in the people yeah uh yeah it was you know 
porn wasn't on our phones back then. No. Or in the or in Parliament. It was Jenny, on Jenny McCarthy. On the walls. Yeah. And a lot of people said that. It was just like, I I didn't expect you to be so horny. And I was like, Teenage you know, boy. Just, I was a teenage boy. Um there I was just probably the year prior. <laughs> <laughs> The slightly different selection oh, of yeah. posters there. Yeah, you aged. <laughs> Testosterone hits fast. It's a weird cultural thing. Like, my parents would get me soft core pornography calendars, mm. essentially. Well, that, um, and that, that's a, that was a widely accepted thing. That, that photo there of Jenny McCarthy is yeah. from her calendar. Probably yeah. the, like, 2001 Jenny McCarthy calendar. It's what Onlyfans is now. <laughs> It used to give you dates. Yeah, just, not, just not in that sense, way just more functional. You know, to note down when your mum's birthday is next to a pair of Lucy Pinder's tits. <laughs> uh, anyway, right, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the show. Look at that, I'm finishing 20 seconds early. <sighs> wow. Uh, tomorrow it will be SP3 and Sat Eniangi doing the NXT review. Then myself and Ollie Davis will be returning to the AEW Dynamite show on Thursday. Thank you all for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.